When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Dog check! Woo! Woo! This is Nick Heron from New Philadelphia, Ohio. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast. Let's kick it off, fellas. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Round of applause for Nick Heron from New yes. Philadelphia for that awesome intro. Uh, we love how you guys are kind of taking this and making it in your own. It's not vanilla. Uh, Katie's last week was awesome. We got some other cool ones coming oh, up. Oh, we got a fun one for next yeah, week, Yeah, so if you want to get your intro on this show, head to thedogspodcast.com and hit leave voicemail uh, in the drop-down menu in the upper right-hand corner. You guys are making it a ton of fun. We love getting them. We're actually starting to pile some up now where we're a couple weeks out, so that's exciting. Uh, so keep that up. As you can see, Justin's not with us today. Uh, he packed up the fam, headed down to Disney. So if you're in Disney World, at, if you're in the Disney World area, say hello to Justin. Will be the super burnt guy with a bunch of kids, <laughs> <laughs> super burnt and super grumpy. I'm, I'm yes. imagining. Yes. So uh, he did text me today and said the Avatar world's really cool. So he, we've lost him to Disney. Uh, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube. Make sure to tap that notification bell so you never miss a new episode. You can also find us on TikTok, Apple, Google, and Spotify. The TikTok game strong. Uh, so any of my seventh grade football players listening. <laughs> go practice uh, <laughs> we have a few open spots in our patreon fantasy league so if you're interested head to join the dogs.com and become a dog pack member uh, we're going to be doing our schedule breakdown episodes in the next two weeks so this is also your last chance to head to the dogspodcast.com slash schedule to vote on the browns win loss record for the year uh is to touch on that patreon thing we're gonna have to get that fantasy thing going real soon so i'd say you got Maybe a week or two to get in there before we finalize the league. Um, we've already started to talk with the other guys who are in there about how we want to do it. So if you're interested in that, join the dogs.com. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. I think everybody's part of the Patreon really enjoys it so far. So come join us over there. Um, so some of you guys might not know, or you may know, uh, this was a big week for us. We officially hit 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. Kind of a big milestone for us. It was honestly not that long ago when we had 80. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in this, you know, we hit a thousand, you know, the night thousand, of the draft. Yeah, the night of the draft, you know, we were getting that, got that push, and we thought that was a huge accomplishment. And here we are, just if, I mean, what, a couple months removed, and we're already at 2K. So the fact, the fact that, um, you know, we thought about taking a break in the offseason. Like we, we fully anticipated taking probably a good month off at least because we just didn't know what there was going to be to talk about, who was going to listen. 
And not only did you guys keep coming back, I mean, you spread the word, you got the, the word out. We grew, we doubled in size in three months. So again, from, from all of us, and I know Justin's, you know, super grateful also. Thank you. Um, this is, it's awesome. It's, it's super fun. Justin was so excited. We were at 1,996 and he was dancing <laughs> up and down the street, texting everybody, 2K, 2K. Yeah. Right. We're like, sure. just, yeah, calm her down a little <laughs> bit, but we got four <laughs> yeah. to go here. Yeah. But <laughs> it, uh, seriously, we, it, it's awesome. I never would have thought. I mean, you go back and watch our first episodes. We sucked so bad and we had like eight views. I mean, so thank you. We couldn't do this without you. And the more we get, the more fun it is. The Patreon's super fun. Um, these episodes are fun. Um, it's just, it's taken on kind of a life of its own. We thank you guys for that. Uh, some other exciting news for us this week. We're excited to announce a, a, a brand new partnership uh, with our friends at Symbol. Symbol is the, the stock market for sports is their tagline. Uh, we actually just talked to the guy from Symbol. Super cool platform uh, for, for NFL fans, but also NBA fans, MLB fans. College football. College football. I know a lot of NFL fans are also super big into college football. Yep. I know I like college football a lot too. So basically to kind of break Symbol down for you, like we said, it's the stock market for sports. So it's a year-round thing. It doesn't stop in the offseason because, as you guys know, it's 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 the stock market. It's extremely fluid all the time. So you'll you'll get in. You'll head to symbol.com backslash dogs. That's going to get you 10. You're going to put in your money, and that's going to get you 10 free dollars that you can put in. Anytime you want, you can withdraw your main money. You just got to play that 10 free dollars for, I think he said, six months. But then yeah. you can pull that out. So you can just make $10. <laughs> but um, so what you'll do is you'll go in. You'll put your money in, and then you'll look at the teams. And, uh, you know, the, the teams at the bottom of the league, the Texans, the Jets. The Lions the are Lions, down there. The Lions, the Eagles. They're, they're, they're 20 bucks a share, okay? So there's a couple different ways to make money on Symbol. Every time, if you buy a share of a team, every week they win, it's 50 cents per share. So if you have one share of the Eagles and they win week one, you automatically win 50 cents. He said within 10 minutes of the game ended, it's deposited into your account. Doesn't sound like much, but you do this for a long time, starts to add up. Sure, if you've got 10 shares of a team yeah. and they win, that's 50 cents times 10. So there you go. You're making more. It's $5,000. <laughs> <laughs> it's $5. Oh, oh okay. Okay. Uh, but anyways, and then the second way to win, you know, in which is the, you know, the better way and the way you can, you know, start to chunk away at it really is you, it's just like the stock market. You got to find that diamond in the rough team that is sitting real low. And for whatever reason you think they're going to explode over the course of the season or over the course of the week. And like he said, things affect it. News, you know, the, the Texans were probably higher and then everybody found out Deshaun Watson just couldn't stop getting massages from Instagram models <laughs> and, yes. and it plummeted. So you buy, you know, the Steelers right now, obviously we're not Steelers fans, but right now they're pretty low on there, around mm -hmm. 20, 25 bucks a share. We all know the Steelers are probably going to win at least eight games. Oh, of course. As long as Mike Tomlin's the coach, they're not going to be under 500. So. Yes. So you, you buy a couple shares of the Steelers at 20 bucks. You know they're going to come out, win four, five, six games at the beginning of the season. People are going to start jumping on that, that train. They're going to start buying it. Once they win, you know, their 10 games and Ben's arm falls off, you hurry up and sell. You just probably made a hundred bucks. That's the cool part. Like if, I, I forget what they were right now. If they're like 32 bucks a share, so yeah, you buy could, a couple yeah. of shares of the Steelers, they go up to 45 bucks. Yep. You just made 20 bucks. Yeah. So this is like you said, I think during the demo, there's a lot more opportunity to make money this way. There's no, there's not as much luck in this. Right. In fantasy football. Everybody likes to talk about fantasy football, but you're, you're not good at it. You're lucky. 
Yeah. Okay, you're lucky. You know, I had Christian McCaffrey. I was unlucky. He was hurt every year. The year before, I was super lucky. He was awesome. Uh, You know, it didn't take skill for me to pick Christian McCaffrey. Well, and that's what's tough about, like, DraftKings and the daily fantasy stuff is you're just picking – you're kind of just, like you said, taking a shot in the dark, and then, you know, there might be 5,000 other people in this contest with you, and you might – what did you say come in – yeah, 10th yeah. place and you want a buck. Yes. Cool. Yeah, I mean, definitely this is a very interesting way, you know, a different path of wanting to, you know, bet on the NFL in a way that you don't have to pick individual players. You're you're picking a team. You're picking stock in a team, essentially. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. this is, you know, a new and upcoming thing. He, you know, he said, I think I saw something where they only had like 6,500 people in their market right now, but... They just he I'm pretty sure uh, he just said that they partnered or had a sponsor thing with Pro Football Focus they're right now. Ex- they're getting real big because of PFF. Yeah, so you know if you're interested in this, you're going to want to get in here now, okay? Buy now because in a week, two, three weeks from now, these prices might go even higher. And yeah. so you're already buying low before the season starts. Yep. You yeah, I mean you you could pu- the, the Chiefs are obviously the, the top-end team right now. You could potentially get in, buy one share of the Chiefs, and just because another 1,000 people join in the next two weeks, that might shoot up to 65 bucks a share just because there's more people buying the Chiefs because they joined the website, not even based on anything. So right. now's definitely the perfect time to get in. They're super cool websites, super cool dudes, symbol.com backslash dogs. Get in there, play with us. We're going to join. You can look us up. We can compare. We can see how we're all doing. I think we're eventually going to do a demo for you guys on here. Get your free $10. Use our promo code. It's going to be a ton of fun. And, you know, it passes the time from now till the season, too. That's true. And they did say that you can create a team under your account. So, like, you know, Blake joins, I join, Zach, Justin, we all join. We can actually create, like, a dog's team. So, everybody, you know, everybody listening, watching to the show, if you want to, play along with us, join our team. Yep. So then, then we can compare all the time. Yeah, you can see who right. I'm trading, who Blake's trading. We can see how you guys are doing. Just be a lot a lot of fun. Yep. Another way to interact with everybody. It's, it's a super cool platform. I think you guys will really enjoy it. So again, check it out. Symbol.com backslash dogs. All right. You guys want to talk about some more money? Yeah. So let's get into this. Some big breaking news in the NFL yeah. today. Um, one of those those quarterbacks that we talked about being on their rookie deal, needing an extension, they got their extension today. Josh Allen got a, a six-year extension with the Bills. Six years. You got the numbers? You want me to read them? Go ahead. All right. So it's a six-year, $258 million contract. So that averages out to $43 million a year. I believe what I read was he is now second highest in the league. Right, be- He's below Mahomes, right above Dak. Dak was at 40, I think. I believe so. So guaranteed at signing, 100, 100 million. Total guarantees, 150. Nice. Yeah, I mean, they, they've Buffalo's done a great job of locking down, you know, their best players for the next four, five, six seasons, you know, down the road. Brought Diggs in, sign, and they've extended him out. You know, he's going to be in town for a while. So it's uh, it's definitely going to be interesting now to see what happens with Lamar Jackson and Baltimore and then with uh, Baker and Cleveland to see where these talks kind of go. We kind of thought, you know, they were all kind of sort of close. I would have said probably Josh Allen was your higher end between the two, and then Lamar and Baker were kind of – even with where they were at, obviously Lamar with the MVP, he might make a million more a year or something like that. But we thought it was going to be like the 43, 42, 40 range, something like that with those three guys. So now we know that's where, that's where it's at for Josh Allen. So Baker, 
if we're going to pay him, it's probably in that range. You know, Baker's not going to sell himself for 35. No, no. But here's what I'm saying is people are saying that Josh Allen set the market and you're going to have to go above him. I don't think you got to go above him. I think, but I do think if the Browns are smart, they need to do it now, now, in my opinion, because you cannot let Baker go out and have an MVP season. Then you you might have to go over that 43 because he's going to go, look what I just did. I just took us to the playoffs again. I mean, if he's an MVP, I mean, who knows what he did. He won. He took us to AFC championship game, Super Bowl, you know, won 13 games through for 4,500 yards. 43. Yeah. He might be looking at 45. Yeah. 44. It's kind of crazy, right? To think about what the Browns are thinking or like we're having these talks about the Browns extending Baker when there were so many questions about Baker just a year ago where people were like, hey, you know, what are, I don't what's Case Keenum doing in camp? Because he might have to be the guy three or four games into the year. Listen, eight games in, I wasn't convinced that our dude over here was the guy. Yeah, I mean, but now I'm saying we might have to pay him 45, which is a crazy amount of money because you think about some of the what some of the quarterbacks are making, like Dak Prescott just got his deal, right? Yes, mm-hmm. Dak's proven to be it. a winner in the NFL. He just got hurt, you know, before he was hurt. Their team, I know, wasn't. I mean, he was putting up 40 points a game and losing because their defense couldn't stop. Yeah, what not Johnson? So <laughs> it's it's definitely going to be interesting to see what we do um i think that if it was me we're probably in that 40 range is where we're talking with baker and i think yeah i think you got to make the deal now i, I think, don't think you want to wait no you if you wait you take the chance of him in when i say take the chance we want him to have a great season right so but if i'm putting my gm cap on i don't want him to have that great season before i pay him because <laughs> yeah. then i have to pay him way more i think now if Josh Allen's at $43 million a year, you can look at Baker. If I'm putting my GM cap on, I'm saying, listen, he was an MVP finalist last year. Um, he didn't have an awful second year. I mean, mm-hmm. he obviously, he wasn't as good for his whole career as he was last year. But I think I saw in his last 30 games, he's accounted for 76 touchdowns and only like 13 turnovers or something. That That's a pretty good ratio. Yeah. Um, he's so, physically gifted to probably have a – lengthier career you know big dude big arm can run you know yep and if you're looking you're gonna say so if josh allen's at 43 and lamar's in that 42 to 43 range baker if i'm gonna play hardball with him as a gm i'm gonna say you know be you know you don't you're not on that level yet yeah we hope you we think you can get there but this is where we're at today yep this is where we're at today so if you try to pay him next year he might be at that level so this is like a uh a symbol by low type of situation. Like if you <laughs> yes. want to buy in on Baker right now is the time to do it before he blows up. Correct. And I know that they've kind of, you know, a bunch of reports. Everybody's asking, you know, because you just signed Nick Chubb, where the talks are at with Baker and an extension, stuff like that. And I think they've kind of tabled talks for right now that they're like not super focused on trying to, all oh, the deals got to be done before week one. Be interesting to see now if those talks heat up a little bit more. Now that the, you know some, one of the guys have been signed, will that make you know Barry Andrew Barry think, man, we might want to try to get this done before week one? Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> Josh Allen gets a six-year deal. I'm interested to see what they do with Lamar Jackson. I'm Here. interested too. I think Lamar is going to get his money, but I don't think it'll be for that length. Correct. I'd like to get Baker. This is kind of take a shot. I'd like to get Baker in now too, because if we if Baker gets paid forty one, forty two. You know the Lamar Jackson people are going to be like, 
Lamar deserves more than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and then he'll come out and get like and uh, uh, forty-five or something yeah. like that. Let's do it. Let's stick it to the Ravens. Let's make them have to pay that. Guy. Yeah, that's a Man. good point. I like that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, knock on wood here in the studio, but wouldn't it suck to make this deal and then Baker get hurt or something? And then we're like, man, well, now then you'd be like it. Dallas. Yeah, it's, they made the deal. Oh. He went out there, threw a couple of passes, said, "Oh, my, my shoulder hurts." He's yeah. He's I, they had the report Great. last uh, report last night. One of the strains in his shoulder and his throwing shoulder. They said he said he's going to be ready week one. They said he would um, play through it right now if it was the season. Yeah, so I think that he'll be okay. Um, talking kind of about the preseason, Claypool got a little shaken up last night. He landed on a ball. Yeah, uh, I've done that. That sucks. Yeah, who uh, we just got an alert that Justin Jefferson right and is separated his I, shoulder. I don't want to. I don't know the extent of the injury, but I separated my shoulder before, and it. I've I've had a lot of injuries. I'm kind of like the like the Kevin Love of this podcast. Uh, um, I've had a lot of injuries in my life, and separating my shoulder was by far the most painful. It, it hurt so bad, and that was five years ago, I think. And I still it can't still, throw a bowling ball right. Yeah, it's, it still it still sucks. It still hurts. So what do we think? I mean, as far as timetable for Baker getting the contract, when does the news alert come across? That Baker I'll say Mayfield has signed his I'd like deal. to say in the next couple of weeks. I don't. I I'm don't going know. to say that if it, if it hasn't happened yet, if it doesn't happen within the next two weeks, it's after the season. Okay, so I agree. I I mean because I don't think they want that to be the focus in season. Correct. Right. But if they're smart, then get it done. Because every week that he doesn't get it done, then during the season, if he's doing well, they're going to bring it up. Like, what do you think you deserve now? And if he's not doing well, it's going to be, well, he's playing in a contract year. He's going to be gone. This, let's just get it done now. And they already got the Chubb deal done. So I think they're working on stuff. It seems like, um, I hope cause I didn't see the Chubb deal coming and all of a sudden. Yeah, there was. Yeah. And the thing is, it was such a team friendly deal. I don't see Baker doing that. He said he wasn't doing well, it. The thing is though, it could still be a team-friendly deal. I, I mean, I, the thing with Andrew Barry, he just keeps pulling stuff out. I, I don't know how. Well, and, and here's the thing. Yeah, it, it's guaranteed money that you have to look at. Yeah, Josh Allen got 150 mil. Guaranteed. guaranteed. Man. He's doing all right for himself. Yeah, his family was happy today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I think I'd like to see them get it done now just because – I think you're putting yourself at risk if you don't, that you're going to pay him more later. And I just don't want that hanging. They can say all the right things, but you can't control the media. You can't control what they ask. And right. I'd, I'd like it to not be a distraction. Yeah, we don't need to be talking about that all year. Yeah. So let's just get it done. Yep. Yep. All right. So we'll move into, we're going to hit some quick training camp news. Um, a thing that you, you, if you're paying any attention to the Browns training camp news at all, Every every day, Justin texts the training camp notes like he's a, like the sideline reporter or something. Yeah, he's Mary Kay Cap. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Donovan Peoples Jones is essentially stealing the show at camp. He is. I mean, with Jarvis and like Odell and them not being in all the time, he is. I mean, we we've been calling it for a while, saying that he's going to take a big jump, and it seems like like he's primed to do so. Yeah, you know, he's getting a lot of run with the first uh, team, getting a lot of first team reps with Odell kind of being sidelined. Um, and then obviously Higgins has been um, injured as well with his ankle. You know, he's been out. So he's really flourishing in the time he's getting with the first team offense. He's pushing and, Higgins out. And let's not act like he's not going up against 
good secondary either. You know, he's going up against guys like Denzel Ward and Newsome and Green. You know, he's going against some of the our best guys. Yeah, he's going against the if he's running with our ones, he's going against the the ones on defense. Right. So, um, we kind of knew or not didn't know, but we said, you know, this guy's got all the physical tools to be a really good wide receiver for the Browns in the NFL. Obviously, in college, he was good. He wasn't great. Has Michigan been great? You know, no. it's hard to expect greatness from a team that hasn't had a quarterback in the past decade that was any good. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting to see that battle here into the preseason because he's still going to, even though he's with the first team, he's going to get reps in preseason. It's not like, oh, he's with the first team now. He's going to play the first series and be out. He's going to get reps here on next Saturday night. I think we play Jacksonville, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is on Saturday. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, him versus Higgins, who's going to get that third spot. How many wide receivers do we keep? I don't know, but I was just reading report too. They said another guy that has been stepping up and I think we saw him a little bit up there on Friday was Kadero Hodge. Okay. So there's only so much room. So I, so I, I did a little research on what I, what is being said that they think that the Browns are going to do. They're thinking that they're going to keep four tight ends which is a typical kind of Browns type of a thing, especially with the run game. So now you're looking at, really, are you going to keep five wide receivers or are you going to keep six on your roster? Which one are you going to keep? Because what that'll end up doing is it might push out um, a fullback and Andy Janovich might lose a spot. I don't see uh, that, though. The Ernest I mean, Johnson or Demetric Felton, you know. Now one of those guys get cut because you're keeping that extra wide receiver. I think you're keeping three running backs. So who you right now? Who do you think your three you're keeping? Obviously, right now, right now it's it's Chubb and Hunt, and to be honest, it, it's Felton because I mean it, he's been doing well in Dearness. I know it was for his kid, but Deer, Felton's he's he's another guy that they're talking about how he's looked really good in camp. I think that'll be another thing with the preseason coming up. Those yeah. two guys and what you see, um, but yeah. So wide receiver wise, we're obviously looking at Odell Jarvis is is two Higgins and DPG or DPJ are four and five, and then you're looking at three, three, and, four, three and four. Then you got that fifth spot on. If is it Hodge is going to get that fifth spot, or do you keep one of those like a Joe, Joe Natson Schwartz? Or Schwartz? We're, we're not even talking yeah. about Anthony Schwartz. Schwartz forgetting about Schwartz. Schwartz is making the team, so there's your fifth guy. So it pretty much comes down to Hodge. Are you keeping Hodge? Are you keeping an extra running back? Are you keeping your fullback around? Or are you going to only take three tight ends? Well, we already know we got three tight ends we're wanting to keep. Normally, you keep a fourth one as a special teams kickoff. Well, just a blocking type tight end in the goal line situation. I think, I don't know. I don't know. With OBJ coming off of that injury and you're just, you know, there's just no guarantees that if he goes out there week one, he's the, you know, he's up to speed. You know, right away, he right. might not be able to play 100. You know, like a, a full. Yeah, he might snap not be. A, yeah, yes, yeah. So therefore, you might need to keep an extra insurance piece at the wide receiver position at least for maybe the first quarter of the season, just to say, okay, we're only going to give OBG. He's on a snap count, yeah, or whatever. You know, he's only going to play 25 percent of the snaps, and then we got to make sure we've got that rotation. So right. you're you're going to keep three linemen. I'm going to say, or three running backs. Probably keep seven linemen. Yeah, I would say. So that's your. So that's ten. You're gonna have three quarterbacks. Do you keep, do we keep so two quarterbacks? Two? I think you only just keep two. two. So I think you keep so two. You probably get the our third guy. What was his name? Laletta. Laletta. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably get him. Practice, practice squad. Practice squad. Yeah. Yep. So he'll he'll still be around. But yeah, you're, so you're up to twelve. So then, if you keep six receivers, that's eighteen. 
Four tight ends. Four tight ends is 22. That's still less than half of your roster, and your offense is set. So I, I Yeah, so it's looking – I mean, it's, the Browns are going to be getting rid of somebody who we've seen on the field. A lot. A lot. You know, if it's a Hodge, if it's uh, Ernest Johnson, quick. if it, yeah, you yeah. know. Well, and that'll be the th- that'll be one of them right there. It's either going to be Johnson or Felton. You know, they're not keeping four running backs. No. They'll keep no. three. They'll keep three for but, sure. Because they got you got to have somebody for special teams. You know, you got to have those yeah. filling guys as well. You know, so you're the, the third running back. You're not just the running back. So Correct. Right. So, and so I know that you're saying Felton is kind of taking, you know, Maybe gotten a little flashed a little bit in training camp, but maybe Dearness Johnson beats him out just because he can do the special teams thing. Yeah, but he's, he's been returning kicks and stuff too. So it'll be interesting. It'll that'll be interesting. That that that, that be interesting third receiver see. spot, that third running back spot. There's some things that need to get decided in preseason for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. So like preseason is actually going to be like it's going to mean something to watch. We, it will because we're going to be. Yeah, finding out who's winning these position battles that we've been talking about. It's kind of nice, too, that our position battles are the second and third and fourth strings because now I have yeah. a reason to watch the preseason game uh, in the second quarter. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because be for, it'd be interesting to see who goes out there and you know receives that first kickoff, who's back there in the for a punt. You mm-hmm. know, that'll give you... If they're out there in the first preseason game, they're winning the battle right now. Or who's playing, who's starting at running back in the first game because it's not going to be Chubb and it's not going to be Hunt. No. Yeah. I don't think... Do you guys think any of those guys play in, maybe, against Jacksonville? Maybe a series. I think I don't think Nick Chubb, for no. sure. Maybe Hunt for a series, just to, like, get some just of the offense. Hit. Yeah, get the offense <laughs> out there, the gist of it for a little bit, just to, like, play calling-wise to see how things would go. I could see the full offense coming out, except for, like, Jarvis and maybe Chubb, for basically the series. Whether it's mm-hmm. three and out, or it's a touchdown, and then they're done. Yeah. Yeah, be, uh, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, it will be. Game it was boring be. last night for most of it, but it was football. Yeah, and I, I tell you what, Foss's not Tom Benson Stadium on TV looked like it. Was, it looks like it looked like an, a full time NFL stadium. Yeah, it looks it looks freaking sweet. It's it's awesome up there. Yeah. It is awesome. Yeah, if you're fans of our you know podcast and you don't live in Ohio, you're from you know one of the other states. Coming to Hall of Fame, yeah, you know if you're coming to Hall. To see the Hall of Fame in the next couple of years, there's there's some big things happening. Yeah. Um, in that location. Yeah. Just don't let go across the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever heard, Canton's not the coolest place. Right. <laughs> hey. uh, so we'll move on here. Another guy is doing well in camp. We want to th- big congrats. Mac Wilson uh, had a baby. Uh, he seems to be really happy with that. So good for the baby. Uh, <laughs> You know, he came out and he, he actually said that last season he, he talked about retirement. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> uh, oh, man. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> try not to laugh I too much. It, yeah. <laughs> I got your comment. Though. <laughs> okay. Uh, so he, he actually came out and talked about retirement last year with a little bit of his, uh, his injury. He said it was a bad injury. No. It, I would imagine it messed with him psychologically because he knew he wasn't playing the way that he, he should. Um, but the guy's having a, an awesome camp. Every day, the, it's another Mac. He picked off uh, Baker the other day. First day in pads, he was unstoppable. He, he went from a guy that I thought was 100% on the cutting block to he might be a day one starter. Yeah. So injuries, that's something that I've actually talked a little more extensively with Percy Gardner, mm-hmm. who used to pitch for the Indians. Um yeah, because when he injured himself and he said there were other guys, you kind of go into like a mental 
like kind of like a depression and it's just sometimes it can be difficult to come back from so that's why obj that you know he's so determined to come back and he's working so hard and you see him on the treadmill and on the field like he's not letting it get him down and i could see if you know mac wilson had an injury and he he did not play well last year at all he's way below his own expectations for himself I was, mean, and he was below what he did as a rookie. Exactly. And so he's sitting there as a, a sophomore in the league considering I might just retire. Yeah. Like that's, you know, and good for him for um, sticking with it and, and staying strong through everything. But you know, that's, a, that's a tough spot to be in. We've talked a lot on the show about how he, we thought he was a potential cut candidate. But I think all four of us are big fans of Mac Wilson. Oh, I love Mac Wilson. Yeah. I, I want Mac Wilson to be the player that we drafted him to be in the player we thought he was going to be last year. Remember in the preseason, we were like, Mac Wilson, Mac Wilson, because he has such a good rookie year. He looks so good on the field. He just bought into Cleveland so much. And I lo- like, it's like Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden just, he did every Cavs game. He's basically a season <laughs> ticket holder, you know, and that's Mac Wilson. I want him to succeed. So I'm happy to see that he's having such a good camp. Yeah. And, you know, he obviously got you know, better mentally, you know, after the season, he came out and said, you know, he was able to like sit back and just kind of think about how the season went. And he was, he got healthy cause he was injured last season. Um, he knew he didn't play well, stuff like that. Um, but he, then you get the Anthony Walker signing, they draft a line, uh, a linebacker hybrid, you know, so it gives you a little bit more motivation to get your act together earlier on. Cause okay. You know, he's going into what? His third seat. This is third season yep. coming up. So, in his head, you know, he might be thinking, ah, training camp, you know, stuff like that, mini camps. I don't have to, you know, I don't have to go all out 100% every day. I've been doing this. And this is my third year now. No, he had a different type of mentality, is what it's kind of seeing. Like every day I go out there, I'm battling for my job. Yeah. And credit him, though, for having the men- mentality where. He's coming into the season thinking, you know, even though I didn't play well last year, I'm a penciled in day one starter. And then we go out and we 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 sign Walker and we we uh, draft another linebacker. He could pout, yeah, he could cry, he could be a distraction, you know. And he doesn't. It's kind of like uh, Njoku last year. You know, we we were yeah. kind of hard on Njoku, but he was a great teammate last year. He wasn't a distraction. He did exactly what was asked of him. Same thing with Mac Wilson. It could have went one of two ways. And, and credit to him, he he took it upon himself to come ready to camp and he's having a great camp and credit honestly to this coaching staff and everybody at the, we don't know what these conversations are like in the building, you know, between the coaching staff and the players and the front office personnel. I mean, I, it just seems like these, these players on this team are really buying into what we're trying to do here. Stefanski, man. I mean, you, I'd have that guy's what, night and day, <laughs> night and day. And I don't want to go too much into the difference. Are we, I'm on one today. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay, fine. I just I'm. Teasing. You got something to ke- to tell us? You can keep all this baby talk over here. No, <laughs> no. no okay. uh, just going to the next one. Okay. Well, uh, so, <laughs> just real quick, defense is looking good for a few. We were up there Friday. Offense didn't look great. They had their off day. Came back, put pads on. Defense kind of took it to them again. It was good to see the offense bounce bounced back. Had a good day. Baker tossed a few touchdowns. DPJ looked good again. So. I just think that's something I don't think we can put too much stock into offense not looking great today or defense not looking great today because, to be honest, the Browns are loaded on both sides of the ball. It's yeah. going to be hard for the defense to stop our offense. It's going to be hard for the offense to move the ball on our defense. Yeah, I think the Jadavion Clowney thing is going to help both parties. Like Obviously, he's going to take a little bit of pressure off of Garrett because 
Clowney's going to be able to get to the quarterback a little bit more, so you're going to have to focus a little bit more on him at times, and then Garrett's going to be able to get to the quarterback. Um, we knew kind of going into this deal that if Clowney stayed healthy, it was going to pay big dividends for our defense and Miles Garrett as well, you know, for the mm-hmm. Browns as a team, as long as he stays healthy. You know, right now he's healthy. Um, Came out he, said he's having fun. Yeah, you know, he's looking to have a big year because there's a lot of doubters out there right now. And to be honest, I was kind of, I was one of them when we were thinking about signing the guy. I was like, man, I don't know. Do we really want him? Because he's going to give you, you know, three plays every three series, you know, type of a thing. (laughs) I think once he kind of burned us last year, we're all kind of like, we don't want him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Screw (laughs) you. And now we got him. And he's, and he's well, doing and he, well. just like everybody else we've talked about, he's buying in. Yeah. He's buying into what's going on. And I mean, the key to keeping him healthy is a solid rotation, you know? And then I don't know if you guys saw the, the Tack McKinley report. So he missed the last two days with an illness. So no injury, luckily, but he was out today again with a personal reason, I guess. We've had a couple of those. And so far, they were both kids. So maybe secretly having a kid. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there we go again. We're so talking I'm, about just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, Dearness Johnson, they said it was a personal reason. Right, Turns out it was a kid. a kid. And then Mac Wilson had an excused practice. He had a kid. Right. So, so uh, <laughs> the other thing that I was going to say is JOK has, has returned now because he was on the COVID list. So interesting to yeah. see, you know, how how he does here and getting him, you know, seeing some tape maybe on him from camp would be nice. Yeah. See how he, see how he looks, you know, out there matched up because we've talked about like – you knew I, you guys were up there. You said Delpit looked big. You know Newsom looked big. I'm interested to see what JOK looks like out there on the NFL field. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was it was crazy how big they looked. Um, last thing I want to talk talk about. We had a little bit of a scare. Anthony Walker uh, left the field last week with a knee injury. Mm-hmm. You never want you never want to see that. And I guess he was visibly frustrated on the sidelines. Said he threw his helmet when he got off. Yeah. So yeah. I mean that's the kind of thing you're like, oh Jesus, ACL. He's done. Week plus, they said. If I, so, I'm guessing what one to three weeks. Yeah. Is that what they said. Yeah, I'm thinking probably not going to see him in the preseason. No, but I'm guessing be. they're going to play it safe. I'm hoping. And he's one of those guys I don't think that needed it. You know, he's a veteran guy. Yeah. Um. So I don't think that he needed like those reps where we're going to be like, oh, well, now it's going to take him a few weeks to get up to speed. I think I think we'll be all right. Yeah. I agree. I think we'll be okay. We definitely dodged a bullet on that one. Yes. Right, we're we're going to need him. Yes, 100. percent He's calling the defense right now. Yeah. All right. Uh, do we want to move into listener mailbag? Yeah, let's yes. do it. All right. Listener mailbag. So we know who does the who who's who says listener mailbag. That's a secret. (laughs) (laughs) And I even had a drop for the training camp and you steamrolled right through it. That's my bad, man. That's my, I shot the gun. Uh, Lee Corsair said I shot my wad. (laughs) Jeez. This is, this is Blake's episode. (laughs) Wow. I I didn't say that. Lee Corsair said Justin, you're not going to be allowed to leave. We can't keep this guy under control. (laughs) Justin must have been the one keep like sitting back there kind of holding back a little uh bit. Yeah. uh Okay. He had me on a leash. Right. Yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, before we get too out of hand, let's go to a voicemail from our buddy Troy in Cleveland. So recently, Brown's former head coach, Eric Mangini, came out in an interview and said basically what could really kill this team, kill our um, motivation, and, and kill our success is expectations. 
I get where he's coming from personally, you know, with the whole thing that happened with Freddie Kitchens. But the bottom line is, um, you know, we don't have Freddie Kitchens no more. We got the coach of the year, Kevin Stefanski. So I get where he's coming from, but uh, I don't know. I just wanted to correlate, you know, hear you guys correlate the difference between, um, you know, that season with Kitchens and, and, you know, the season we got coming up now. Thanks so much for all your guys' hard work. Uh, happy belated birthday to you, Blake. Hope it was a terrific one. Hope it was very dog-tastic. Dog-jack, woof-woof. So that one was just a few weeks uh in the bag here, but okay. I was going to say, I know your birthday was a little while <laughs> yeah. ago, but no, go ahead, Zach. So, you know, I, I, I see where, you know, man, Jeannie, uh, came up with that comment of the expectations could hurt you. And we saw that. Yes. With the Freddie kitchens season, but I think one with the new coaching staff that we have built. And I also think the players are totally different. I think you got a different Baker, who was, you know, coming off of a rookie season, you know, he's more, not a veteran, but, you know, he's, we had the success last year. I think that you want those expectations going into the season a little bit. I don't think you want to come in and be like, well, if we do as good as we did last year, we'll be happy. I think you want to set your bar kind of high and have something to strive to be rather than just be okay if you make the playoffs and lose. Okay, I was going to say consistency. Number one, I mean, Baker's actually going into a season with the same head coach he had last season. Yeah. That never happened before. That's weird. Yeah, it's weird. The last time we've had a consecutive head coach was Hugh Jackson, and uh, that's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah, it went well for us getting a high draft. Uh, This is a completely (laughs) different situation than the the Freddie Kitchens. Everything you just said, I mean, man, this this team is one to get hype for. This is the the true hype team. So I think there's... There's external expectations like me and Jeannie's talking about, but I think as a coach, it's your job to block out the the noise and you have your internal goals as a team. You know, like you said, we don't know what goes on in the locker room. They have goals and and it's the fancy's job to keep those guys on a, it's a one and O type basis. You know, we're going to go one and O this week and we're going to go one and O next week. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what the media is saying. If, if they're listening to that, then, then we're screwed. They don't need to. They got to be listening to coach and buying into the system, which we're pretty sure they are. And then they'll live up to the expectations. If you start reading your own newspaper clippings, you're going to suck. Another thing to remember: last year we we did what we did without a preseason, over Zoom. Right. You know, it was the rookie head coach coming in, new system, all this stuff, and it was all implemented virtually. It was a weird season. You didn't know what was going to happen. If you were going to have your games, if you were going to have your receivers, and look what we did. We won a playoff yeah. game without our coach. That's I keep forgetting about that. <laughs> we won a playoff game I keep without forgetting, our coach. Yeah, he wasn't there. We could barely win a game with our coach the year before. <laughs> right. So <laughs> yeah, it's I, all about managing those expectations and keeping people focused. And I think Stefanski's like a god at that. Yeah. Yeah. He is. And you see that the good teams are really good at that. You know. Back when Tom Brady was in New England, everybody, if you listen to the media, they were pretty much penciled in to win every single year, which I guess they kind of did. But <laughs> that, didn't, that didn't hinder, you know, any of their team's production. No. Yeah. You know, because it wasn't like, oh, not the Patriots came out and stunk because everybody thought they were going to be really, really awesome. No, they were just really awesome. Yeah. So interesting to interesting take there, Troy. Definitely. Okay, so I got a question from Barry on YouTube. He said, I haven't heard anything about Richard LeCount III. Is he doing anything to write home about? 
I don't know. I haven't heard anything. <laughs> uh, I saw him when we were up at training we, camp, we, and we, I didn't see him doing anything. No, I, I think he was definitely running with like the threes. The you know, I think he's. We have a lot of guys in that safety room right now. He's, he's a, on the he's outside. A fifth round right rookie. I mean, I think he's probably going to be practice squad guy. He doesn't make the final roster. No, in and practice they know squad that. means. I mean, he might. I think you're going to see guys on the Browns that we drafted if they get cut. They're, they're picked up quickly. Right. Well, and another thing, I guess, would be watching kind of, you know, preseason games. Where's LeCount? When's he coming in? Who's he playing with? Where's Redwine? Yeah. Some of these other guys. I mean, like we said, in, it, the it's hard to see everything in training camp, especially because we're not that high. We don't necessarily know where everybody's going because we didn't get the, you know, we weren't in the meetings. Um, <laughs> but I, like I said, I saw LeCount standing on the sidelines and I didn't, I never saw him in there doing anything. I never saw him in, like, making a play or anything. So that's that's all I know just on my first hand. So no, I mean, players, you can't make a play in on every play. I get that. Yeah, yeah. So he's from Georgia. Um, he was a hard hitting uh, safety that was able to come up and play at the line of scrimmage. So I think this is definitely a guy you're going to see a lot of in on next Saturday yeah. uh, in quarters two, three, and four because he's going to be out on the field a lot. So I I don't like his chances, like Josh said, to make the team like the the actual roster. A practice squad guy that you know, if somebody gets hurt, could get you know, if John Johnson or Ronnie Harrison, somebody goes down, could get maybe that call up to be a rotational piece, you know, if needed. How many safeties do you keep? I mean, we're talking that they might play three on the you field at one keep, time. So I'm thinking you got to keep six, right? Six safeties. Yeah. Six safeties. Six corners. So if we run through the safeties, you want to do that real quick? Yeah, let's hit that real quick. So we got. JJ three, and Del- we've got Delpit, and Harrison, Harrison. And Harrison. Those yep. are kind of like your three main guys. And you got Redwine, yep, LeCount, LeCount. Um, boy, I feel like we're doing a bad job. Of this you pulling it up? Yep, I'm getting it right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't think you keep safety wise. Okay, so safety wise here, I'll go through it real quick. You got John Johnson, Grant Delpit, who are looking like you're starting two. Okay, your strong safety, your free safety. Then you got. Ronnie Harrison, who is a strong safety. Then you got Richard LeCount as listed as the second free okay. safety currently. Um, the other two free safeties are Javante Mofat and Elijah Benton. To me, to me, you're going to have like four safeties, and then if you need them, you'll call them up from the practice squad. Yeah, so pretty much. And then you got Sheldrick Redwine is the third string behind uh, Ronnie Harrison and John Johnson. So it's looking like it's probably going to come down to your keeping five Four to five. I think Red Wine's in a, a, a battle with LeCount. Yeah, so the thing that I think will hurt LeCount is the fact that we could see JOK maybe stepping back into that area of the field and taking you know some of those reps because who would you rather have on the field in those spots? Like, who are you going to have up on the line? You're probably going to have JOK up on the line maybe playing that safety position, but he's really like a fourth linebacker at times or a fifth mm-hmm. linebacker on the field. So I, 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 I would say that unless he wows us here in preseason, he may end up on somebody else's team. Uh, and that's not, it's not an indictment on him not being good. The Browns are loaded. Yeah. It's just a lot of talent right now. If the Browns don't go out and get John Johnson, LeCount probably has a better chance of making the, the roster. Yep. Okay, so next here, we've got Scott from YouTube. He said uh, uh, about the Nick Chubb signing, Nick Chubb has the best yards per carry of any current running back. Correct me if I'm wrong. 
which I will actually last year in 2020, JK Dobbins rushed for six. Yeah. Chubb was second with 5.6. How many yards, how many carries did Dobbins get though? Uh, I don't know. Zach vet that real quick, but um, he went on to say, apparently uh, he did better than Jim Brown his first three years. We covered that. He said, doesn't that alone make him the best, whether it is pure runner or whatever, not to mention his average per carry in the fourth quarter last year was 10 yards. And actually it's funny that he said that because just the other day, Chad, Berlante from ESPN Pensacola emailed me and said, not sure if you guys saw this, but this is pretty sweet about the Chubb signing. It was a graphic and it said most yards per rush in the fourth quarter. Nick Chubb, number one, 10.03. The next highest was Derrick Henry down at 6.62. It's so, 6.62 is no slouch. It is no slouch. And Chubb almost Chubb was, it. Yeah. So last season, um, Nick Chubb had 190 carries. Um, average 5.6. J.K. Dobbins, 134. Average 6.0. So they're, they're pretty close. Pretty it's close. Pretty J.K. Dobbins. It, and J.K. Dobbins, it took him a little bit of time to start getting like the bell cow carries because they still had Mark Ingram. They were in the, early in the year. They were trying to work into the fold, and then Gus Edwards kind of blew up and took off, and, and then honest, it became J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards. And honestly, in the beginning of the year, they were trying to throw the ball a lot more. Yeah, it wasn't until late he in the year. were trying. Yeah. 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 It wasn't until late in the year where they really tr- focused on. Well, and Dobbins, had, running he the ball. gets that you know that advantage at the line of scrimmage with those RPOs with Lamar. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to get more yards per carry. People are going to jump Lamar every time. They'll let yep. J.K. Dobbins beat you. Yeah. So put it this yeah. way: so first week against Cleveland, he had seven attempts. Then he went two attempts, one attempt, five attempts, one attempt, nine. Then he started getting some 15, 12, 15, 11, 13, 14, 11, 13. They, st- they doubled his workload yeah. from and, the first couple weeks. And obviously Chubb is better than Dobbins. We're not Dobbins haters. We actually, I love J.K. Dobbins. But uh, Chubb's obviously better. Scott, you're going to get no argument from this show <laughs> as far as Chubb being the best running back, not just when it comes to pure <laughs> but runner. Wait until, wait until those Ravens fans. Or, or Titans fans. Titans fans. Derrick Henry this. Derrick Henry. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. No, it, I actually had a guy tell me that he never saw Nick Chubb take over a game in the fourth quarter. He said, Derrick Henry literally takes over games in the fourth quarter. I've never seen Chubb do that. Dumbass. <laughs> I said, tell me you've never watched a Browns game without actually telling me you've never watched a Browns right. game. He averaged 10 yards a carry in the fourth quarter. He doubled your guy. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Well, so then uh, old man Dan on YouTube, who's also on Patreon with us, uh, he said, I've been hearing people say that Baker kind of sucked last week um, at training camp. I'd like to comment that much of the time Stefanski was standing right there during sevens on both days and Baker was consulting with the coach constantly. My observation was Baker was getting directed to deliberately throw some bad passes, presumably to see how players reacted to the unexpected bad throws. No. You don't think? No. The coach is never going to tell you to on purpose throw a bad throw. Could they be working on things that they might not necessarily do in the season and they're just tweaking and experimenting so it doesn't look as fluid as yeah. we'd like? Yes, that's literally what training that's camp something is for. I, that's something we talked about, and I, I likened it to uh, going to like a driving range and saying, okay, maybe if I turn my hand this maybe a little more this way, what happens? And then you swing, you're like, mm, now nah, I'm going to go back. Maybe Baker's doing some things where he's like, what if I throw it like this? Okay, never mind. Yeah, but you know? no, there's no ways to fancy stand there and being like, hey, I haven't seen Odell adjust to a bad ball today. Why don't you throw it behind him and see if he can catch it? No, I think that what you could see in those scenarios where you're like looking at is Stefanski might say, hey, Baker, I want you to hit, you know, Njoku on this cross, you know, this cross. Doesn't pattern. matter what happens. Doesn't matter. I don't care if he's double team, triple, you're going to throw it there. 
and then the ball gets picked or something, or they it's a tip and then it gets picked. Stuff like that you kind of see. You know, they're working the coach, on stuff. Yeah, because the coach wants you. The coach is saying, you know, hey, I want to see if you can work this ball into this window, or I want to see what the defense does when your eyes are gonna, you know, mm-hmm. are looking here because oh. the, they're playing you to throw to the outside. Let's see if we can burn them. You know, going across the middle, especially too. If, I mean, they're working defense at the same time. They might want to say, "Hey, I want to see if they cover this route." Yeah, we're working on defense right now. I want to see if they cover this route. So, yeah, yes. sometimes, yeah, you see that type of thing. But you know, some of the things you were hearing from camp and what you guys saw is Baker just didn't look sharp. You know, he's not going to look sharp every single day. No, and I will say the biggest thing too is even in the day we were there, where he didn't look as sharp as he did the previous days. He still always bounced back and at least threw a couple touchdowns. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like a complete loss of a day. But, I, yeah, I just had to – I just don't see any world in which a football coach looks at their quarterback and says, on purpose, throw a bad pass. Like he, Zach said, he might tell you, I don't care what he does, you're going to throw it to this guy because I want to see how it looks. But he's not ever going to say, throw it at this guy's foot. I want to see if he can make a <laughs> shoestring catch. Right. And, and we mentioned, too, last week when we were up there – Jarvis and Odell not out there in the team's roles. So you got Baker throwing to guys that chemistry is not really there. Maybe they're working on timing and things like that. So, but man, when he dropped back to throw the ball, the thing was coming out like a rocket. I mean, Baker's slinging it out. No, there. and you can tell too, just when he's out there, he's the leader. People are gravitating towards him. He has full command of the team, the huddle. Like, don't really know how else to explain it other than like, there's just a sense of confidence of he's yeah. in charge. I yeah. mean, he just, he's in charge. He's in control, yeah. which is, Great. It was a great thing to experience. Uh, the last comment here I had, Marcus from YouTube. This is just a fun one for us. He says, love your guys' insight on the brownies. It would be dope if you guys put out more content. Love listening and watching. Well, hey, Marcus, for $5 a month. <laughs> <laughs> you can get more exclusive content yeah, than right. everybody. And it's a... Uh, it's some fun content as well on that show. A little more laid back, like we've you know kind of said, a little more loose. We dive into certain topic that we really want to talk about. One time it was about Star Wars movies because Schwartz was you know brought it up in a tweet. Yeah, and you know, I, I would love if I wish we could do a show every day, but yeah. we, we all have jobs. So we appreciate you loving the content. If this thing ever gets big enough that we can quit our jobs, trust me, I'll be the first one to put the notice in, Right, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, but you know, we're trying to beef up the Patreon. Um, we already do an extra episode every week for that. And if you join the Patreon, you, I mean, I guess you don't know any of the people on there. You can go <laughs> ask them. It's, I mean, I talk to Gage Tucker more than I talk to my wife. <laughs> you <laughs> right. know, it's, it's constant. We're, we're all, there's four of us. We're all on there. So if you, like I said, if you, before, if, if you comment, somebody's going to talk back to you mm-hmm. and you know and it, people are all over the world katie's right. out in san diego yeah and it's just so much i mean youtube comments get so nasty sometimes with some of the trolls out there and stuff i mean that, i like yeah. to get in me oh it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah but in the patreon it is browns fans browns community browns talk all things positive all things browns it's a lot of fun and i think it's gonna be really cool too when the season gets there because once the game so i kind of use i used to use facebook as my outlet for that <laughs> I'll, I'll get uh you know they have the facebook memories and it'll be like six years ago today you said the browns effing suck <laughs> you know or what a crap snap you know that yeah. used to, so facebook use and people are like man i wish this guy'd shut up now i got the patreon for that <laughs> so you know i'm looking once the season starts i'm basically gonna start a thread and it's gonna be like we're watching the game together you know, so I think it's going to be a ton of fun. Yep. 
that was it. That's uh, that was our mailbag for today. Awesome. Well, hey, keep yeah, them coming. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, we we've been. You guys, you guys have literally fueled the show for six months now so <laughs> so thank you i mean the nfl kind of helped us out early with free agency and the draft but definitely since the draft it's been all you guys we really appreciate it because man this would have been a really crappy show without you guys <laughs> it would have been really boring so uh, keep that up keep bringing in the stuff uh, leave us voicemails dogspodcast.com slash uh nothing just hit voicemail the drop down menu um it's pretty easy ask a friend uh so thanks for checking out another episode of the dogs again thank you all for subscribing and sticking with us in the off season 2000 subscribers well what uh for all you dog pack members we'll see you guys on the dogs after hours shows to everyone else we'll see you next week when we break down the first half of the brown schedule and uh, have a good week everybody Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member at jointhedogs.com. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.